from the stands podcast we are back for another episode um this time no games unfortunately guys season's over but we got some some coaching uh changes to talk about and a little portal news as always gonna keep us busy probably through the offseason jacob clint good to good to see you boys on a uh nfl super wildcard weekend at least we got some football to watch so not entirely terrible jacob how you been bro been good man yeah uh no, no college football which hurts our hearts but uh it's been an exciting NFL football, I guess. Um, playoffs are always more exciting. So, well, uh, they haven't been close, yeah. but they haven't been. But uh, <laughs> it's been good storylines, at least. So, uh, it's been fun. Yeah, how you been? Not bad, man. Not bad. Can't complain. Sitting here with you boys, drinking my hand. Um, good way to spend a Sunday night. Off tomorrow because of the the old holiday. Shout out Martin Luther King Jr. Um, so good. Nice little four day weekend. Clint, what about you, man? You off tomorrow? Uh, off. I got school. I got to do school. Uh, yeah. Man. I'm not so, off, so. <laughs> your school doesn't celebrate the holiday, huh? That's kind of crazy. Well, no, they do, but everything's uh, still due coming up, and I'll have time to like waste a day. So. Okay. Okay. And I'll be what doing school work and stuff. I'll be and home. Clint's 18 years old, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I he wish. looks 18. He does. Appreciate that. Um, so we we left off with, I guess the last news we talked about was obviously the national championship game, and then Saban had just retired like the day we were recording, which kind of worked out in our favor. Um, <clears throat> so since then, we obviously talked about a lot of names um, on the last episode, and, and I would say there are a few that we were, you know, at least you look at what what the other people were talking about and some of the other lists of rankings. I think we were pretty spot on with the, with a lot of them, obviously. Kiffin got some traction. Um, Norvell from Florida State got some traction, um, and even Sark at Texas. Um, and and I don't know if I talked about this on the last one, but obviously with with Jimmy Sexton being the agent for like five or six coaches, obviously he had some leverage. So I did see Sark got a big extension. Norvell got a big extension. So kind of worked in their favor when you can say, "Hey, I'm about to jump ship." Um, <clears throat> but Kalen DeBoer is now the head coach at Alabama. Um, my understanding is Washington offered to double his contract. I think he was at like four million and some change a year. Offered to double it, they did not. Um, to to either of you, I haven't seen any contract details yet. Um, the, the most details I could get were just from his Washington contract. So, you know, I would imagine that it's obviously going to be pretty different. It's not like you know player contracts in the NFL where it kind of goes with them. Um, with that being said, Saban was making eleven million a year, so. He won't be making that much, at least not off the rip. So, Bama will, in theory, be saving a little bit of money. But Clint, have you seen anything like contract-wise, numbers-wise, even like years at all? I haven't seen anything. No, uh, like you said, the only the only thing that I found was uh, just the fact that Washington did offer to double his salary, and he was like, yeah. ah, "Pass." Um, now, maybe. He may not be getting that at Alabama. Maybe he gets a, a little bit less. I, I, who knows? I mean, it's Bama, so probably not, But because uh, they have the money to spend. But the fact that Washington, I mean, they kind of I mean, peaked probably. You you went all the way to the national championship, and now all your NFL talent that you had on the field is going to the NFL. Um, so it, it might have been partially the money and then partially, let, let, me, let me move on while – the moving on is good, uh, but no, I haven't seen any anything numbers wise, which is surprising because I thought we would have seen something by now. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a couple of days now that since the announcement. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of would have assumed the same. Um, what about you, Jacob? Your take on this? Obviously, we knew it was going to be quick because of the the portal coming, recruiting. Right, the, these aren't like going to take weeks at a time anymore. Um, what do you think of the decision for? For Alabama to get him, and and then also like from his perspective, moving on from Washington, obviously a team that's losing most of their players. So I'm not as surprised with him jumping ship. But were you surprised they went that route, or was it like not not last option? But okay, we wanted maybe some other guys. This guy's very again serviceable is, is not the right word. He, he's a hell of a coach, um, but maybe not top of the list. Yeah, I kind of like the way you you phrased that there at the end. Um, I think some of their other guys, you know, they would have probably loved to have Dabo a few years ago. They would have loved to have yeah. a couple other coaches. Lane Kiffin could have been up there, like Clint, you brought up. Um, 
But I think as as guys were announced as a possibility and they were, you know, kind of saying, no, I'm staying home. Like I know Dabo came out and said I'm staying home. Uh, Sark, I think, came out and uh, said he's staying home, stuff like that. I think as the list kind of dwindled down, I think Kalen DeBoer was probably the best option for Bama at this time period. Um, because we, I think best would, I think best home run thing would be to get Jim Harbaugh somehow. Um, if he was to leave, but I think he wants to go to the NFL, but, um, this is probably second best for again, for what they had and where they were. Um, we talked about before how Kalen DeBoer's overall record is just flat out ridiculous. He's like 102 and 12 or something crazy like that. Something like that. As, yeah. a, as a coach. Now, most of those years were, I think at like a SCS level, um, but still, like for the years he's been at Washington for two years, he's put on a really good show there. Um, and for him, I think it was a good time to, like y'all said, get out of Washington. Um, they had basically the whole offense is gone, you know, to, towards the NFL. Um, and it was just a good time. So I think this is a, a pretty close to a home run hire for what they had for Bama. Um, I don't know what, what do y'all think his, I know y'all said Saban was paid him like $11 million a year. Does Bama think they really need to pay anybody that? Because yes, Saban's gone, so now you can kind of reset the market and everything. But like, just because he's gone doesn't mean you should start paying somebody that's not to the level of Saban, ten, eleven, maybe. No, he, he, he's not gonna he's not gonna make that much, man. Like he, I would. They got to make it somewhat uh, competitive. I, I would say probably in like the five or six million dollar range with that going up if they win. I'll just compare it to just from what I know. So obviously very different in terms of coaching and what, but just from uh, like Muschamp to Shane Beamer, Muschamp was probably making, I don't know, maybe six, seven million. I can't remember exactly when he got fired. And then when, when Shane Beamer came in, I think they started him at like maybe a million. I mean, it was definitely a million, but like a million, million and a half. And I think now after his couple years that they've brought, brought up the annual salary, it's like three and a half or four. So, I think it's not going to go. You're not going to give the guy. You can't pay the guy 11 million. He's not Nick Saban. Like he, you know. But it's going to be. It's got to be competitive. Um, I don't even think it'll be the eight. I don't think it'll be even what Washington offered. I think it'll be less. But right. um, you know, kind of what we had, you know, addressed on the last episode is that, you know, I traded in some money for, uh, facilities, recruiting, tradition, conference, things of that nature, boosters, that kind of thing. So. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting when the numbers come out. Normally, man, they're, they're on top of this. Maybe, I mean, there's, their salaries are public, but unless they're still negotiating some things, normally we get, we get that pretty quick, like Clint said. So who knows? I'm sure, I'm sure it'll happen soon. I was just hoping by the time they announce in between you're going to record, they'd, they'd have it out. So we, I, I kind of, just for the sake of comedy and what would have transpired if DeBoer would have declined. I think this would have turned into a circus because that probably was the last guy they were like legit, like, okay, we get, we want that guy after that, because Novell right. obviously Novell just extended. Um, he had a huge extension. He just signed for uh, Sark. He just extended. Uh, we saw the whole uh, Dan landing thing where he posts like, I, I'm not going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Yep. So it, it turned into a situation. Dabo, you know, who who knows what that conversation looked like. Looked like Dabo didn't want to take it or whatever. So DeBoer was like the last dude. After that, it's like, <laughs> oof, like you might be, yeah, you might be scrounging. Yeah, who who would it have been? It would have been some young court. I mean, there's a lot of good coordinators out there, but like obviously those names never surfaced because of they, they got a guy. And 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 that's I agree with you, Clint. But that's I was trying to say. That without saying like he's not last on the list per se, but yeah. you know they're obviously reached out to some other guys just because they are more proven. Mm-hmm. Um, he did say in his press conference uh, though, which which Saban and Miss Terry were both present for, um, that this was probably the only place he would have left for. Now whether that's true or not, uh, you know who knows. But as far as openings go this year, um, yeah, I don't I don't know how you pass that up if you don't if you if he doesn't have Washington ties, which I don't believe he does, he's not. You know, not some alumni coming back. Like, if you don't have ties there, I think a lot of people are going to leave um, for Alabama. But so, this is my question to you guys, though. Maybe not quite the same, but because it's going to get tougher. Added conference game in the SEC, right? So the schedule is getting tougher. Go back to like again, a kind of different situation. Mark Drick was winning nine, ten games a year at Georgia. Not enough. Kirby Smart comes in, obviously does what he does to the program. 
let's say he wins 10 games, 10 games. I mean, probably at least probably 11, depending on the schedule now. Like, how long is it going to take for people to not call for his job? Be like, okay, well, he's not doing like if he loses two games in the regular season, which you're probably still going to make the playoff. So that's what's going to be different. But like, or if he loses three games, like Bama fans are going to freak out. Like, when's the last time he lost three games in in a season <laughs> without like counting a playoff or something? True, it's true. I, I to answer that exact question, I would probably phrase it like if I was a I'm a Clemson fan, and if Dabo suddenly left, I, we would definitely take a drop off in coach. And so I feel like I would be like, okay, that was the best time in our program's history. So we were so great for so long. We had this one guy. I personally th- feel like I would be, be able to take my expectations way back and realize for, hey, we for may how long lose though? Because you guys for like it, two it, or three it, years. So let's he, say if it's you guys, you guys should be able to get a big name too, right? Could, you know maybe. what I'm saying? So yeah. I agree. You should. I think your expectations have to drop just to be. But yeah. But how how long do you do you put put up with that? I guess is what I'm saying. I agree. I think for me it would be I would be okay with losing six games for two years, kind of deal, because you got to get that coach in in the system. You got to get his players in there. Like right. that's what a lot of people do nowadays, especially in college football. It's not like the NFL where you could trade. Well, I mean, this is kind of making it where there's free agents and you can trade whatever, but you almost have to establish yourself and your guys and stuff. And don't get me wrong, it's probably like a Jim Fish, Jimbo Fisher kind of deal. Maybe a, a few years less at Bama, but I feel like you have to give whoever comes next a few years because before Bama, before Nick Saban came in, they were kind of bad for years. After oh, the Bear a, Bryant. For, for a long time, dude. They were pretty right. mediocre. So they have to, I feel like they have to put their expectations back to there because Saban was such an all time great coach. And that's what I think we've seen coming from this Saban. We haven't seen, you know, Bama without Saban on the field yet. But like, it's not necessarily the program, it's the coach that's there. Don't get me wrong. Bama's a great program and they have the facilities and that's what gets some recruits. But as you see, dudes are flying off this roster right now. And it's kind of because of who's there. Yeah, but, but that, I don't. I don't think that's on the bear or the board, whatever you say. I think. I think no matter who they brought in, people are going to leave, especially with the portal, right? Like that. That's not yeah. alarming. I don't think yeah. in any way. Now the difference is going to be, yeah, get a, get his recruiting class. Now he's he's bringing in the offensive coordinator from Washington. Was it Gruber, Ryan Gruber, or something? I believe. Yep. Um. So he's bringing that guy in. So that's the decisions, right? That's well, that's when people start taking notices. All right, who do you hire as your OC, as your DC, and if shit starts going south quick. All right, you better make some changes on the staff before we start coming for your job because the boosters, you know, money talks, especially in this day and age with NIL. So we'll see how he can recruit. I don't, I don't know, I don't know him as a recruiter. I've never heard like, hey, he's an elite recruiter. Obviously, he was the OC at Indiana when Penix was there, so Penix followed suit over to Washington. Um, you know, I'm, I'm almost positive um, those receivers were there before he got there. I mean, he's only been in Washington what two, three, that two was years, second year. Yeah, yeah. so. It's not like he had recruited those guys. So, uh, again, he's going to have to do some recruiting at Alabama now, as in with his roster. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, dude, I, I think he's a good coach, and I think the OC's good. Obviously, they had a hell of an offense. So, I, I think they're going to be fine. But, yeah, it's just what are what are they going to be okay with as a drop-off? Especially, I mean, I think they're going to drop off anyway just because of the, the, the way the conference looks um, with, with the extra conference game and stuff. I think that he's going to be something to watch, the whole recruiting thing. Because, like you mentioned, he's not known to be an elite recruiter. But I think his last class at Washington, it was like the 31st ranked class or something. Uh, now, you know, it's Pac-12 football. It's Washington. You know, how high do you expect him to recruit at? <clears throat> Obviously, Alabama will bring the, – the name alone will bring in some recruits. But most of that, that that brought guys into Alabama was Nick Saban, for sure. So – Either he needs to learn how to recruit at an extremely high level or he needs to hire the guys they can because you're not just, yeah, you recruit against Oregon and USC, but now that you're in the SEC, you're going to have to recruit at the highest level. And you're competing against Lane Kiffin, who's probably top three best head coaching recruiters in the nation. You're competing against Kirby Smart, who's turned Georgia into the new Alabama of the SEC. I mean, so you... He's going to have to have that figured out. Obviously, he can coach. <laughs> he went 25 and three or something like that at Washington. I, I saw a crazy stat. Um, who, who was it? Somebody, 
I forget who it was I heard it from, but they mentioned that after at each of DeBoer's head coaching spots, after the first 10 games of each of those spots, he's like 80 and three. That's crazy. So once That's he's ridiculous. So once he's in and he's settled, the dude wins. Obviously, we see we saw what he did at Washington. Uh, so it won't be the coaching; it'll it'll be the recruiting. You just you have to be able to. Recruit. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think you know. I don't want to mistake anything I've said for. I don't think the guy is like a. I mean, anyone's gonna be stepped down for saving, but I don't think he is. You know, second fiddle, third fiddle to these other guys. I I would have picked him over Norvell. Um, honestly, probably would have picked him over Sark. Just but if you look at Sark, I mean. I think the stuff that happened at USC with this whole alcohol thing probably clouded what he did there. But and obviously he he revitalized himself with with the the being being an OC in a few places, especially at Alabama. But yeah, man, I think it's a I think it's a great hire, and the guy's young too. It's not like they went out and got some sixty year old, you know, um, that that's not going to be around for a lot of time. He's a young guy, and I I think he'll bring some energy into the program that you know pro- probably what kind of Saban said. Like we we kind of need a one. It was. You know he can't lie to his recruits about you know how long he's going to be there. And two, it's sometimes a, a new face and new new energy will help out the program. Not that they needed any help, but yeah, it'll be exciting. I, do do you, Clint? Do you feel that maybe just the way it is? But do you feel like the better that some of these bigger names didn't jump ship instead of being like, yeah, I'm going to go to Alabama as opposed to like, no, dude, like I want to beat these guys? Or you don't really think that's like the mindset? It's more of just kind of like where people were in their careers, like Sark only being at Texas for a few years. Norvell has only been at Florida state for a couple of years. Um, it's kind of the cop out answer, but I feel like it's just a combination of so many different things. Yeah. One of which was like, do you want to be that guy that follows the greatest coach right. to ever coach college football? Some guys just don't. I mean, I get the, 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 the lure of Alabama and you're still going to have great football in that state and with that program. But Ari, do you want to follow that? That's a question that really needs to be answered by each of these coaches too. We just, you know, we kind of mentioned we could talk about it a little bit more here in a minute, but the, the coaches that were on the list, a lot of them got big extensions and increase in pay. So they probably may have wanted to come to Alabama. They're like, dude, I'll, I'll go. And then their school, whether it's Texas, Florida State, whoever was like, nah, hey, listen, how about, how about this? And they slide this fat check for the next 10 years. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? It's uh, it's this gig ain't too bad. That's what I was talking like in the chat. Like even uh, Sweeney, it's like, man, they would if I was Sweeney, they would have to throw so much money my way to take that Alabama job just because of the the, the nature of college football now with the transfer portal with NIL. The gig is just too good at Clemson, man. The expectations aren't quite as high. They are high, but they're not like psychotic high like they are at Alabama. And he's getting paid a ton of money already for, and he's got a long contract. He, oh, he's like his second or third highest paid. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. man, like it just has to, the pros and cons, I think for a lot of guys, the cons just outweighed the pros, even, even if, with it being Alabama. So uh, I think that's what played a part of it uh, for most of these guys. And to kind of to piggyback off of what you're saying, I, I think I saw this as kind of like a joke. And of course it is a joke, but it kind of follows in the philosophy of like, being a backup quarterback in the NFL is like the best job ever. Mm-hmm. Some people would actually kind of jokingly agree with you or disagree with you actually and say that getting this Bama job is probably one of the best jobs because they're going to have to throw that shit ton of money at you. And then so you're locked in like a Jimbo Fisher contract. And if you suck for two years, oh, you're out no way. with a fat check. <laughs> I so, hear you, but I don't think Alabama's going to make that same mistake. I mean, we'll see what the contract looks like, but I don't think there's any chance they're throwing that kind of money at it, especially with yeah. the, the pool that they were like, maybe like Dabo would have required that kind of money, like a stupid contract. Outside yeah. of that, even Norvell, I don't think would have pulled a, a giant contract. Uh, no, I, definitely I don't not DeBoer really or even Dan Lanning. And I thought Dan Lanning was, in my opinion, I thought he was the best option. Uh, just, I thought, it might have worked a little bit. I don't know. Obviously, time will tell. Did y'all happen to see? And we kind of talked about this off air, but did y'all see? Like, the board did not have a graceful departure from Washington. So yeah, his uh. So some of the players were like, "Dude, we found out while we were weightlifting, and we saw ESPN break the news on the TV saying he's negotiating yeah. a contract with Bam, and that's how they found out." So yeah. like, what the hell? And then they caused the meeting. And so there's audio of the meeting. Somebody recorded it. It's like eight minutes long. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It is. Oh, awful. I didn't know. I didn't know that came out. Well, dude, you know, it's, it ain't the first time. Think about Lincoln Riley. Didn't he like sneak out in the middle of the night and he like took off? On the <laughs> yeah. plane? Coaches don't care about jet. this kid. Like, 
Yeah, I heard yeah. somebody say that this dude, one of those, one of those players, said like this dude didn't put in his two weeks and he put in his twenty four hours in. He didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, like you're, the, making, go, if you're making millions, you ain't got to, I guess. That's go true. listen, go listen to that. It, it's just it, during that his meeting with his players, it's almost like he just wasn't saying anything. He was saying a lot of like some of the players even said afterwards they were like we still weren't sure exactly if he took the Alabama job because he just kept talking in circles and never really said exactly what. He was doing that's man, that's what I don't get, dude. Just be honest. Like, look, look, all right, you guys to the players, you guys one day are going to be in a professional position, whether you're in the NFL or you're in some other job, and a better opportunity is going to come your way that Mm -hmm. is in a better place that offers way more money, and you have to do what's best for your family and you and your future, and you're going to take that job. And yeah, does it suck to look a hundred guys in the face that you've been playing for coaching for two years and have been working hard and say, we're going to, you know. You, you probably preach to them about the future and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, well, guess mm. what? You're paying a million dollars. Look them in the eye and say it and then and then get out of town. And I think they can well, at least respect you for it. I think part of the problem, too, is he probably looked them in the eye while he was in their houses recruiting them, saying, hey, I'm not leaving Washington. I'm there forever. And yep. now he's having to look him in the eye right. and be like, I, all that was false. I'm definitely leaving for the Southeast Conference to, to coach Alabama. Like, they're like, what the hell, dude? Um, so obviously that, that could have been handled much better their own team finding out through a, a episode of something on ESPN where they break the news and just like, Jesus. Yep. Um, I do want to flip this a little bit and kind of wonder from Washington perspective, where do they go from coaching? And like y'all saw, obviously Will, Will Rogers was committed there from Mississippi state and he, he know, was at, he was at the name. game, I think. Yeah. And he put his name back in the transfer portal. And just today, they've had several Washington players, including a 6'6", 226 quarterback, a four-star out of this past year's class, Austin Mack, who just uh, threw his name in the transfer portal. So players are fl- leaving ship, kind of like we're going to see with Bama here. And we've seen some already, but we're going to see more in the coming days. But wh- where does Washington go? Do they become like this year's TCU kind of deal? For, uh, for different reasons than TCU did last year, but. Real, real quick before we move on, I, I remember reading this years ago, but it just it came to light again because of the Alabama. Have you guys seen uh, the Alabama clauses that are in Dabo Sweeney's contract, like buyouts and all that stuff? I, I heard something that if he goes to Alabama, his buyout is higher. Yeah, so and like specifically if he goes to Bama, it's, it's so there's it's a specific to go to Bama, and it's bra- it's broke down from this from 2022 all the way to 2031. So like. If he if he would have left in 2022, he'd have to pay nine million dollars, or he would have to. Yeah, and then if 2023 seven and a half, 2024, and actually, you know, it might be the total. It might have to buy the whole. I don't know if it's the whole contract or this is what That's it would be per year though. All the brilliant. way to if he left in 2030, it would be one and a half million. So it goes down 2031 zero. So like if he would have left, like like you know, like we said, you know, if he would have left two three years ago. He would have had to pay a shit ton of money based on the yep. fact that you know three you know that that was coming off y'all's national championship, but yeah, that's yeah. been in the clause or uh, in his contract for for quite a while. But yeah, anyway, back to what you were saying, Jacob. Um, ask your question one more time. I know you, you were kind of uh, relating it to TCU and stuff. I just need to hear that again. Yeah, like, well, does Washington become the TCU of last year? Like how they were so good and then they kind of fell off this year because they had so many, they're going to have their whole offense leave. They have, like I said, high, a four-star backup quarterback, Will Rogers is leaving. They don't have their offensive coordinator anymore, their head coach. Like they're going into the Big Ten. What do you think they look like for is finding a coach for next year? Like who could it be? And then like, are they just going to fall off the face of the earth next year with the Big Ten schedule? All right, so we we have their head coach now at Washington. Do it. Who is it? So that's it's going to be Jed Fish. Jed Fish. I almost said Jared. Jed Fish. Yeah, <laughs> fr- from Arizona. Um, he has been in the NFL for a long time. Um, looks like mainly on the offensive side, wide receivers coach, offensive assistant, OC, quarterbacks coach, quarterback coach, wide receivers, passing game coordinators. Got in back into college in 2015 for Michigan, UCLA, back to the Rams, the Rams, Patriots quarterback coach in 2020, and then in 2021 he took the Arizona job and it has been there since. And obviously they've they've made some head waves with uh, you know, Noah Fafita and some of the guys they recruited over there that we've talked about. So I don't know a lot about the guy. To be honest, I didn't even know who this guy was, didn't know who he existed. Um I I get obviously Washington has to act quick as well. Um, I kind of thought it was going to be maybe a coordinator from somewhere else. Um, so I'm kind of surprised. I, I don't know a lot about this guy. So 
you know, I guess I guess we'll kind of see. I mean, we saw how he coached Arizona, and I think he surprised all three of us uh, how well Arizona did this year. And it's not like they had superstars all over that team. So I I think if you're Washington, I mean, you're not obviously you're you're not happy. Uh, you're actually pretty down in the dumps just considering who all you're losing player-wise, and then your head coach dips out in an awkward fashion and yanks the OC with him. So considering all that, if you get a guy like Jed Fishman, who's obviously very experienced, but actually had Arizona looking really good this past year with not a whole lot to work with. Uh, And it's not not just the offense either. Their defense was surprisingly decent too. So I think for Washington, yeah, you're probably not happy, but it could be way worse. I think it could be a scramble to find somebody to fill that spot to, to your question, Jacob. I mean, I, I do think it's going to be sort of a TCU situation one, because obviously we talked about the talent they're losing. I mean, how, how many Penix guys are out there just floating that you could snag up to continue that crazy Not train many. that they had rolling. Only one right. tattoo. And then, <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's probably a good thing. Um, <laughs> but the other fact to consider is now they're in the big 10 and uh, they just pulled up their schedule. It starts off pretty easy, but they, the last half of the year, middle of the last half, last half of the year, they played Michigan, Iowa, which whatever, uh, Indiana, USC, Penn State, and Oregon. So they get Oregon, Penn State, USC, and Michigan all while they're trying to figure out who that's that they're going to have. As a, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, that's that's not a recipe for success. Um, mm. But you you got a coach that is going to be able to at least keep them in games and. Uh, it's pretty smart, so it, I don't think they'll be absolutely terrible or anything like that. But yeah, uh, JC, did you say be a fan. Jed Fish's uh, contract deal? Like what? He, what it was? Nope, I have it right here. It's actually Go seven years uh, and an average annual of seven point seven five million. Holy so they, were, they cow, gave that dude. money basically to Jed Fish instead of giving it to DeBoer. He left and he's like, all right, cool. We'll hire somebody wow. else at that Dude, money. well, that makes so, me think that that the board's got to be at least at eight. Like, damn. Right? Yeah. God. I would imagine. Yeah, that's 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 kind of nuts. I'm so leave, man. Good for him. I'd have left, too. Shoot. <laughs> Arizona's definitely probably got a better roster right now than Washington, but you're going to pay me that much money. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And yeah, you're, you're there, ceiling. Guy will go. Your ceiling's higher at Washington, though. Like, that, that's yeah. a no-brainer for Jetfish, I think. So, do we see Fafita go to Washington? Because that would be, who that'd be. I mean, he'd get more eyes probably than in the Big Twelve with Arizona. Yeah, he has he announced. He has. I don't know. He, uh, he's not okay. Um, obviously, it's still pretty fresh. These guys have like what do you say? Thirty days after your coach leaves, it opens up your window. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It's possible. Although he might enter the portal and just go somewhere. Somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do y'all think? I've kind of been debating this whole Norvell extension. What do, you, what do y'all think about that? Y'all think that's a good call for Florida State? Or especially because I looked it up. It's a eight-year extension through 2029. Uh, and it's worth more than $10 million a year. Uh, I, think they ha- I was I think kind they of had surprised to. by that. I think it goes <laughs> back to the whole Jimmy Sexton agent thing. They, he probably said, hey, Alabama's offered me a contract, and I'm going to go take it, unless you guys yeah. offer me X amount of money. And That's true. That's probably what happened. I mean, I think he's a good coach, but I don't know if he's worth that much money because he hasn't you know. proven on a regular basis. They had they had to be the first ones to go to the portal this year to, to, to pull all these really good recruits out that he hasn't been able to get. Um, so I would like to have seen more from him, but I mean, hell, what I've learned is just as we learned about DeBoer leaving, contracts are just suggestions. They they don't hold anything. Yeah, Homewood yeah. can be fired, and just because it says eighteen years, whatever, like those are just suggestions. He could be fired. He could be like he can move. Well, that some of that's true, but you also have a situation where yeah, you get fired, but then they they still pay you a ridiculous amount of money, aka yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. the whole um, Jimbo Fisher situation. So how yeah. um, how long has he been there at Florida State? I think this is his third year. I just feel like he has not recruited that well, dude. That's what like, I said. Like he had to go to the portal to kind of yeah, that's what fix I'm his problems, and the, they all have left or gone to the draft or something, and he's having to go back to the portal. I feel like. I mean, I mean, think about Jimbo, like. Jimbo was recruiting well, obviously. Dude, my, my brain gets skewed because of the whole Texas A&M thing with the, them not developing guys, and some of that's on them and some of that's on the guys. But, yeah, man, like, Florida State just hasn't, like, I don't think Florida State's had, like, a top five class in a while. Like, he doesn't impress me as a recruiter. Um, 
and he's going to have to do that, especially if they're, you know, they're trying to move to another conference. Like, you guys better step up recruiting game. Again, he'll go to the portal. Um, so that's fine, but you you still got to be able to recruit some guys. And I, you know, I, I haven't seen Florida State do that well in, in quite a long time. You know, besides yeah. getting guys, you know, especially at the quarterback position. I mean, Tra- Travis was a transfer, correct? Jordan Travis. Uh, he was there for a couple of years, so I'd have to look back. That I back almost, up. I almost want to say he was at like Louisville or something. I'm trying to. He think could have he been, but at. he's he's played there at least two years. Right, but, but I'm saying like when like. Besides, like, what's the last quarterback they got that's actually good? They recruited like Jameis Winston. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. Then. Yeah, he he was from Louisville, so he's a transfer guy. Like, when have you guys recruited? You know, an actual quarterback to come in and play that's made an impact on your team. I don't think they've had one since Jameis. So right. again, not Norvell's fault, but you know, I think they kind of like. I don't want to say they peaked, peaked, but like this year was kind of like a Cinderella might be a strong term, but everything just kind of went came together really well for them. Outside mm-hmm. of the the Jordan Travis injury, but the fact that they did have a decent recruiting class that was getting you know some experience and the ridiculous transfer portal uh, season they had, they they literally all of it came together just right for them. And even if Jordan Travis was healthy, I, I don't think they win the the national championship. But now you have the situation where you know a lot of the guys are leaving. You've got uh, some guy going you know draft whatever. Uh, you're trying to figure out if the team's even going to still be the program is still going to be in the ACC here the next year yeah. or two. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. That's why I was like, man, that's a that's a big contract. Like you said, Jacob, you might have just had to, uh, considering what was going on in Alabama and whatnot. But that's 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 a lot, and I don't know how much higher that ceiling gets for Florida State. Um, so it'll be interesting to see over the next few years. But that if they were down. You know, they're they're winning maybe only eight games, seven, eight games the next two years, next three years. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be all that surprised just because the, the way this year went, it was kind of their year to do it and it just didn't work. So um I mean, yeah, do you do you pay ten million to him or do you go get a unknown guy that you or not unknown, but some young coordinator that you give two million and hope it works like you know what I'm saying? Like I guess you know what you're getting out of Norvell, but it's like yeah, I mean I'm I would have thrown ten million. At drink like Eli Drinkwitz, whatever. Oh uh, yeah, but dude, if I'm him, oh, I mean, Florida State obviously is traditionally way, way better of a football pro- program, like no doubt about it. But like, if I'm Drinkwitz, like, I, it's the best time to be at Missouri, only because there's no divisions anymore. So like, you know, yeah, the the schedule gets tougher because you're bringing in Oklahoma, Texas. I get that, but you're not stuck in a division. Uh, which I mean, he's on the other side anyway with Georgia, but like he could find a way to get in even if he doesn't beat Georgia now, right? Because you, you know, control your own destiny. I don't know what their schedule looks like, but yeah, dude, Drinkowitz is either going to get massive extension at Missouri if he hasn't already, or he's going to go to, I don't know, Michigan when Harbaugh leaves with NFL. Like, he, he could be, I'd, I'd have him on my top of the list since Dan Landing apparently isn't going anywhere, which I'm actually a big fan of, so. Yeah. Um, Clint, it was funny because I think you were the one that said, were we on the pod when you said, like, Hey, he might be in Tuscaloosa. I don't know if we were on or or maybe it was after. But did you I see? Think it was did you see the thing? I, th- I think he. I forgot if he went on Pat McAfee or what. Where he, what I saw this video on, but apparently he was like sitting. He was watching like. Well, he was watching some movie. With this kid like Transformers or Jack. He's like watching some movie. With this kid and his kid like it's like dad like you're there. Everyone's saying you're in Tuscaloosa. He's like, don't worry, like. Put your phone down. Let's watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like yeah. Like, it turns that's, out like, that that's the only the... thing that was annoying was like everyone. My phone blows blowing up, and I'm just trying to chill and watch a movie. In yeah, it turned out he never even went or to Oregon. Um, yeah, never did. Never did. Yeah, so I was bad. Whoever wrote that news, it was completely false. So my bad for relaying bad information. To you no, guys, no, but, I just no, thought it was no, funny that he like addressed <laughs> it. It was just was like what he was doing, and then obviously on, in that video he dropped his pen, which I like, <laughs> man. I like the way. That whole thing played out. Like he was like, almost like f no, I ain't leaving. And then yeah, like, like, the story you just yeah. told me about you know chilling with his kid on the couch. Like don't even worry yeah. about. Well, you worried about right? coach leaving? Come here. And then what? Yeah. They got they got Evan Stewart from A and M, one of the best receivers in the country. Oh god, hey, working out for yeah. you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they, they if if he'd have been in Tuscaloosa, they would have had to like send like send a plane up there to get him. Like the moment they announced Saban was out, and then get him back in time. Like that. Yeah, that I'm glad that that didn't make any sense. <laughs> Kind of yeah. tough nowadays. People tracking planes and shit, dude. 
It is. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I'm I'm glad Yeah, I wonder how Dude, look, if if Lanning turned on that job like unless he goes to the league, I don't think he's going anywhere else. Yeah. I'm kind of glad he turned it down because I I feel like there's some homerism finally back in college football instead of just mercenary I like stuff. that word you just made. You know what I'm saying? Like people actually are loyal a little bit. We've seen no loyalty in college football oh. recently. It feels like well, so it's and weird, it's, right? You're speaking to the, me right the, now. I love no, it. No, so the the no loyalty was always in the coaches, right? Because the coaches always leave. Right. Now it's the players mm. leaving. Hey, let's bring it back. Which they had so, it right too, because coaches were doing it to them. But like, mm. whoa, that's what I'm saying. But it, it. it's funny it is, now. It's it's now it's flip flopped. Which, yeah. dude, this is the biggest thing that could have happened for Dan Lanning. Because now, for real, that's a that's a concern about recruits, right? Unless he has some affinity for the NFL, then he's not going to go anywhere. Like, yeah. um. <laughs> Which, oh, by the way, I heard, uh, speaking of the NFL and coaches, uh, Harbaugh is, again, rumored to be meeting with the Chargers first, which, good pick based on the quarterback, but apparently yeah. he has a relationship with the ownership because he played there 99-2000, so still the same ownership, he has a relationship with them, so there are some ties yeah. there, um, which, which makes it a little intriguing. But I'm not going to the NFL, like, he's not going to the Commanders, they're trash, they don't have a quarterback. I would go to, the Chargers have a really good team, good defense. They got Keenan Allen, Michael Williams on the outside, Austin Eckler. You got Justin Herbert, one of the better quarterbacks. Like that's a that's a good fit. Um, especially a lot of Michigan guys today announced to go into the league. Roman Wilson, Blake Corum, JJ McCarthy, all going to the NFL. Yeah. So I've heard about the Chargers, obviously, and then I've heard rumored about, like I said, the Commanders, and I've heard the Falcons possibly because both of those teams could throw a couple of bags and and like here's the whole team kind of deal. But mark my words, write this one down, somebody. I think with the Cowboys losing today, because that's what day this podcast is recorded on. Oh yeah, Jerry Jones could go crazy and fire McCarthy sometime this week. And then if Harbaugh sees a Dallas Cowboy team is wide open, I mean, may dude, take I, that. Dude, that would be nuts. It Talk about be. America's team with America's coach. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, he would. He would fit. I heard the Eagles might fire Sirianni if he loses, which would be crazy coming off a Super Bowl appearance. I mean, he still won. Oh, like Super, he's won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, Harbaugh to the Cowboys would would break the internet for a minute. I feel That's like. That's what I'm saying. That would <clears> be, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, the, the Cowboys got embarrassed today. I'm not a Cowboy oh, I was gonna hater say, yeah, Cowboy they, fan. They, they whatever, didn't even but, they didn't lose. They got destroyed. Yeah. By the Jordan Love Packers. Like, that was not – we didn't see that coming. So, McCarthy may have to be gone. And Look at this guy. Harbaugh man. there? My Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, dude, did you see Jordan Love's stats for the season? He's a better better touchdown interception ratio than than Mahomes, and it's, I think Mahomes like twenty seven tuds, fourteen picks. Jordan Love's got like thirty seven, thirty eight tuds to like eleven picks. I know he came on at the end of the season and really caught on and and played really well the past like five six games, whatever. Uh, the stat they put up their last nine games: eighteen touchdowns, one pick. Yeah, there but, you go. So hey, guess what? We're <clears throat> you want to say something? Okay. <laughs> Look okay. at Jaxie boy. <laughs> he's got he got something to say. He's like, you made me sit here and watch this stupid Cowboys game. <laughs> That's JC's dog. He's licking the mic. Crazy. It sucks for Arizona too. We were talking about it off here a little bit. The um the fact that they were kind of like one of the top teams to look out for winning the Big Twelve this year. And now you're losing your head coach and we'll see what transpires as far as players after the fact, but <clears throat> um, dude, the Big 12 is going to be weird. I mean, you could literally take like 10 of those teams, put them in a circle, put a bottom, it'll spin it. And yeah. any of those teams could, could probably win uh, the Big really? 12. So, uh, yeah, dude, it's going to be a, a fun co- conference. To Colorado got a, got a big recruit today. Did y'all see who they got? Mm-mm. Who did? You guys know, you guys know who Goldberg is? Yeah. Like the yeah. wrestler? The, his son just committed to, to Colorado. <laughs> I don't know what position he plays. I just got excited because said Goldberg. Is he any good or is that just for publicity? Uh, good question. I think I sent it to you on Instagram. Let me let me go back. Hmm. I did. Goldberg's Gage Goldberg. He is uh. That's cool. He's a middle linebacker. Oh, that makes sense. Let's see. <laughs> let's see if he's got any stars next to his name. I bet you he's if, a three star. If Fafita, I mean, where do you where do you think right now? Y'all lean. Do you think Fafita stays? Do you think he goes to Washington or where else would you like to see he, him? He might he might wait on the coach. Um. Dude, do do I leave? I mean, Arizona's got some guys on the outside too. Do you leave to go to Washington if they don't have obviously any of their receivers coming back? 
But we talked about who do they do they get somebody in the portal? Or am I crazy? Who? Washington, Washington. or Arizona? Receiver wise, I don't think so. Take a look, but And then I guess it depends if the coordinator stays. If the if the OC stays at Arizona, I'm Fafita, I would feel way better, like Clint just said, winning that conference as opposed to I'm jumping in the Big Ten. It's true. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, there ain't yeah. there ain't no Michigans and Penn States in the the Big Twelve, so Yeah, your two biggest teams <laughs> just left. Like, dude, go win it. Yeah, Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, oh man, it's weird. It's weird how one coach just spins half the nation into a whirlwind. Yeah, yes, dude, this has f- sparked such a domino effect, <laughs> yeah. dude. That's crazy. Uh, hey, of- are you worried, Jacob? At some point, like you know, Garrett Riley's getting a call at some point. Dude, he's probably been called a couple times, but I feel like he'd yeah. want to at least stay more than once because yeah. I feel like his little. I don't know why I want to say draft stop, but his stock or whatever his his recruiting ranking of how well he's coached has kind of gone down because of Clemson offense wasn't great. Now that could be because of the guys that he was playing with, but I mean TCU, I mean they couldn't have had like a crazy much better team than Clemson's offense did. So he kind of had a low lackluster year. So he may have to have a couple good years before he can get back to maybe getting a head coaching offer at a really big school. Because I know that's probably what he want to get. Right now he could probably just get offered like a. I don't want to say Vanderbilt, but so you know, something a little bit. Oh, I mean, like he could Arizona. Like, is the reason oh, he's Arizona, not, maybe. is the reason he's not at USC with his brothers because I guess uh, Lincoln's calling plays over there too. So mm-hmm. I guess they don't want. I, 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 I is my guess. Yeah. <clears throat> Inter- interesting. Um, any any other like coaching news? Um, I guess Arizona one will be looking out for any. I'm trying to think of any like I haven't seen any. Normally, you see like an OC get a job, and I haven't seen. That obviously Washington's OC is leaving. He's going to Bama as well. So that kind of goes right. that. That's about um, it. No, I, I don't, can't yet. think of anything else right now. I mean, uh, we kind of mentioned it, but Sark got his extension. Um, yeah, to to 2030. I don't know what the money was. I just saw it to, to 2030. I didn't see it either. But it's Texas is probably going to be good for a bit. Ewers coming back. The head coach ain't going nowhere. Uh, they're recruiting really well. And then they've been killing the transfer portal so far. So. Yeah, yep. didn't didn't the other Alabama receiver just commit there? Yep, Bond. Is it yeah, Isaiah, Bond? Isaiah Bond? Yeah, Isaiah yep. Bond. Oh, yep. he just committed to Texas. Yes, today. Holy crap! Yeah, man. I, for, I forgot I forgot about that little nugget of news. He called it a business decision in the wake of Nick Saban's retirement. He did say it was one hundred percent related to Nick Saban. Yeah, I saw that. He said one hundred percent. I entered the portal because <laughs> Nick Saban retired. Oh man. Which dude? He might have been depending on what how old Bond is. He could have been there when Stark was the OC. So like he might have some time. You know what I'm saying? So Bond is a dude too. Oh, yeah. oh God! Yeah. Watch out for Texas. I mean, what what's their? Let me look at their schedule, dude. Yeah, Longhorn fan over here. They got they uh they play I'm Michigan. Just week. They play Michigan Preview week of too. The SEC next next year, right here. Already picking <laughs> Texas to win it. I forgot where it's at though, but yeah, they they play, they play Michigan week two. Yeah, but they play well. Well, we'll see who they all lose. Uh, that that's another. Uh, we yeah, could, we could break that's out true. the Corum and McCarthy both announced today they're in their interim and, draft and Roman yep. Wilson as well. Yep, yep. And I saw a couple defensive players have already done the same. So they're going to be a whole new team. They're probably not going to be to the level of like TCU fall off kind of deal by any means because it's still Michigan, but they may no, struggle no, a lot I, more at Ohio State. And I've already seen like Ohio State that game next year is in Ohio State or at Ohio State. And Ohio State's kind of got the whole reverse thing on Michigan. Like they will have a bunch coming back next year. So besides Marvin Harrison, which is their whole offense. Yeah, but, uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, but the other receiver said he's coming back, and the running back's coming back. Yeah, Travion Henderson. Yeah, he announced he's yeah. coming back. Oh, oh, oh that's right. Emeka Oku, whatever, however you say his last name. Mbuka. Yeah, he's coming back. Nailed it. Got it. Um. Yeah, what you, what else you got, Clint, on that schedule? I mean, it's Texas. It's it's doable. I mean, they got they got a couple teams that need. Like, this could be tough. They play Michigan, like we mentioned, week two. I'll just run down their schedule real quick: Colorado State, and then Michigan, and they have UTSA, ULM, Michigan State, Oklahoma. So you win at least three of those. Um, yeah, and then Georgia. But then the last. 
last four or five games, I think they they probably win all of them. Vanderbilt, Florida, Arkansas, Kentucky, Texas A&M. Damn. So yeah, really, I'm you're kind of just watching out for Georgia and Michigan. Michigan's going to be a little bit down, and well, we'll see. If Harbaugh stays, it could still be a really tough one. But um, yeah, I mean, it's especially with the 12 team playoff. That team's going to play next year. Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound as bad, but I guess it goes back to what you said, like um, who they're bringing back. Because in theory, that's that's not the toughest SEC schedule. But Kentucky and M, depending on what Michigan team is back, could could be an issue. Um, but now they beat Kentucky. Oh, my beat. bad. We're we're ta- my bad. We're talking Texas, not Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Welcome 100%. back. Percent. Yep. Hundred percent. I was stuck on. This I was is stuck on from the stands podcast. You this are is the host. Why did I think Michigan? Michigan's in the SEC. Uh, this is yeah. kind of a crazy question, but I'm gonna give you kind a crazy of answer. One. Please do. Uh, now that yours has said that he's coming back, do you think there's any chance that Arch Manning could transfer? Where would he go, I though? Really, I initially said no. I mean, I somebody, feel like anywhere I saw right him now, with an Alabama t-shirt. Like, somebody start. edited an Alabama shirt on it on him. I would feel Bama like start no, him but, over Miller? Mm, probably not. <clears throat> Put, look at the spring. No, not after what Miller did, I don't think. I don't know. I, I don't think so, but, dude, I don't think he expected to sit two years. So, like... Right. You know? I mean... I mean, Eli, the thing, Eli did say, I'm not going to go to the Chargers and I'm going to get drafted by the Giants. So the Manning family's done crazier things. That's true. I mean, he we have seen that yours is somewhat fragile. Like, he had, what did he get hurt? Like, two, maybe three times this past year? He got he hurt. Missed he a day, you know. messed up his shoulder last year. And yep. this year, again, got hurt. Well, that's so, probably, maybe that's what uh, old Manning is waiting for. He's like, dude, he's got your I'm about to get some plants. I mean, he's definitely he's, <laughs> I, he's definitely gonna be the number two guy, right? So no Malik Murphy. Uh, oh, I think gotta he's be, yeah. be two. No matter whoever else I get. I mean, he was he was two going into the natty <clears throat> or the playoff. I mean, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I think he stays, man. I think he's. I think that relationship with Sark is why he went to Texas. So, um, if Sark would have left, though, that would have got interesting. I feel yes. like because now maybe he does go to Bama. God, dude, if Harbaugh leaves. It's gonna be one of the craziest. You talk about it's already one of the craziest off seasons. Does Michigan go out and get somebody, or do they just hire old buddy that was crying on TV? They probably just hire old buddy. (laughs) It's not. He's probably cheaper too. Yeah, Yeah. much cheaper. Much cheaper. Although Um, I doubt Michigan's like too worried about money. But Harbaugh was there for how many years? Was it six, seven years? Yeah, because I'm trying to think who was the last coach there. I'm so bad with names. I can't remember. Um, hold up. Um, damn, not the fat guy. That was Notre Dame. <laughs> Dude, holy cow. I forgot about him. What the heck is his name again? Man, who was the damn coach before that? Oh, cause I'm just trying to wonder who. Hold up. Don't Brady Hoke. Brady Hoke from 2011 to 2014. And it was Rich Rodriguez from 2008 to 2010. Well, I remember when Rich Rod. Because he left the old West Virginia when they were, yeah, they got the. Top so they had time. Lloyd Carr from '95 to '07. So that was like their last, like yeah. But Brady, Brady Hook, coach. I think I think Brady Hook might be in thinking of. He was a pretty big guy, I think. So like they haven't had stability, you know, since '07 before Hall before Hallball got there in 2015. So I kind of wonder where they would go with that. <clears throat> would they would they go with that dude that was crying on TV? What is that? Their OC or DC? Yes, yeah, it's, it's their OC. Yeah. OC. Dude, honestly, if I'm Michigan, fucking power move. Connor Stallion's head coach. What are you going to do, NCAA? <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> hey, do you guys want to go to Ann Arbor? It might be too late. I was going to go go to the nearest Walmart and just do some surveillance over there and see if he met up with Stallions. It's probably already happened. <laughs> so, kind of missed the Well, you know, the now there's zero chance I will, you will ever find me at a Walmart in uh, Michigan. Dude, don't no say that, dude. We what if, South, that. what if South Carolina <laughs> plays Michigan in the semifinals and we gotta go watch that game? I'll be I'll be watching it from home and the, the warmth of my living room hey, on the actually, nice coach hey, couch. That, that, that's a good question. Real, before we uh I know we got some portal stuff to talk about. Since uh since the Kansas City game was played in negative whatever degree weather. Is there a situation in which you would sit through, and, and I'm not meaning if somebody paid me $10 million, I'd sit through it, but as a fan, what game would it have to be for you to sit in that? Like, 
Or does even like even South Carolina going to the national championship? Obviously, it would not be played in in that type of weather. But even then, I might still be like, I'm just watching at home. I can go to the bathroom when I want and get my. You know what I'm saying? But but is it it would like would that game be the one like I got to see this shit in person because this might be the only time, you know, we ever get that. What well, what was the temperatures? Negative uh, seven is what I remember. The, so the the temp was negative seven. The real feel was like negative twenty seven. Or the, the wind chill was like negative. Yeah. God. Shit. I would Dude, do did, did you see all the videos of the beer? Everybody that okay, there's two videos. They they took the water out of the fridge. When it took it out, you saw it freeze. And then everybody's beer looked like a slushy, bro. Can you imagine paying twenty bucks for a slushy you can't even drink? I mean, you saw the Chiefs coach like mustache, right? And I saw uh-huh. yeah, he looked like a walrus. Frozen. Can imagine my beer, dude. That'd be oh, awesome, honestly. Andy Reid, just like I'm a little frozen walrus with my icicles. I, I would do it. Like it would suck if like if like the Gamecocks went to the playoffs. Especially deep in the playoffs, I would absolutely go. I just said if they played Michigan, you said no. You wouldn't go to Michigan. If it was in the playoffs, I'd... I'd I said I, that. That's a long way to go, though. To me. Okay. I thought you meant, like, if it, happened, if it happened to me, like, negative 27 here in South Carolina. Oh, I, well, I, I, I would do it. Yeah, I would say it anywhere. Come, but it's reasonable so, for so me. The, so the weather, yeah. it's the travel. Yeah, dude, I'm old. I can't, like... I was going to say, that answer, yeah. my answer is, like, maybe within the we next two years, We can go to the years, Walmart yes. in Ann Arbor and get warm clothes, dude. <laughs> But I'm getting old quick, man. <laughs> Ten uh, years or more, like probably not. If I'm 45, I'm not sitting out in that shit. Look, you. This is question is not for you, Jacob. You already got two national championships. So you can hush your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is no. Nah, I'm just kidding. But uh, if South Carolina was playing for the national championship and it happened to be in Michigan, absolutely, I would go. Okay. Well, and I say that knowing it'll never happen. Both no. it being oh. in Michigan no, no, no. and no, no, no. it. Oh. No, it being South Carolina, we no we're, we're going to make the playoff in the next five years, guaranteed. Book it, write it down. The way the Beavers said, going, uh, like that's coaching stuff. You, know, we you, talk you don't about, think we're going to make a playoff local. in the next five years? It's possible, but it's possible. With, Every with other Spur- team is saying the same thing. They're like, with oh, now Spur- we're going to. We get got in. if Spur- okay with Spurrier, we got to, what to number. F- I think the lowest we got in the country was one of the best coaches to ever coach college football. Yeah, we got to like fifth. Yeah. Is that y'all's highest yeah. ranking ever? Fifth? Yeah. Something like that. I swear. Dude, you worry about your coach's black eye. No, I'm saying like y'all y'all fought like y'all how many coaches have y'all hired in the past like couple of weeks? South Carolina I'm talking about like defensive how line many coaches. Head coaches whatever. Like not head coaches, oh, like no, I'm no. just talking about yeah. different no. that you could talk about those because that y'all have done some really good work hiring. Well we hired we hired a really good recruiter, hell of a recruiter. To be our wide receiver coach, I believe Justin Steps moving to tight ends because our tight ends coach mm-hmm. left for head coach job at Murray State. Um, so far, I think that's the only. Oh, running back coach, Montero mm-hmm. Hardesty left. Um, and we got another. We got a running a different running back coach, but I cannot think of his name at the at the top right now. Um, so yeah, n- nothing too crazy. No, no crazy. The OC staying the same. The DC as of now staying the same. Um, yeah, I mean, just, it's almost goggle season. So you guys are going to see me on this spot with goggles. So don't, don't even question that. Okay. Y'all ranked fourth in 2013 and third at one point in the 2012 season. Yeah. 2012. Oh, I believe. Okay. Third 20. Oh, no, that was 2010. 2010s when we went made it to the SEC championship game and Cam Newton smoked. Us. And I was, I was, I was too young then to really appreciate what was happening in front of me. Like, yeah, those those were the best days. I wish we were doing this yeah. pod back then. Yeah, imagine it's, the rise of Clemson. Imagine how crazy the podcast would have been back in 2016 when Clemson and that little Deshaun I wouldn't Watson be able to do it with you. Yeah. I would not be able yeah. to do this with you. We probably wouldn't have done it, dude. <laughs> we probably. Uh, I would have just, right second, I just said whatever I needed to to get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ranked second back in 1984. Um, Is that when y'all had the Heisman guy? It was around that time we had George Rogers, yeah, because he so Herschel Walker won at what like eighty eighty one. He was like a couple years after that, I think. It's just tough, man. I mean, realistically, and it, it, JC, I know it's hard for you to be realistic, but realistically, <laughs> we're like the fourth worst team in the SEC. But listen to me, without recruiting and with goggles, if we can't be top twelve in the nation at at the end of a year, at least once in the next five to six years, like what are we doing? Well, goggles ain't he throwing at South Carolina for five, six years? I'm just saying the recruiting. You don't know. There. COVID could happen again. 
Yeah, bro. He's, he, he's got five years. Yeah, we get all kinds of excuses. He can play forever, dude. Dude, no, I no, no. If COVID, no, COVID happens again, no. Nah, see you, boys. I'm off. I'm gone. That's something to watch out for too, because now we're starting to hit that that period where all these like super super seniors from all these COVID extra years from COVID and redshirt stuff, where we had seven year seniors, they're they're phasing out now. They're almost all gone. So you're gonna see a lot of weird stuff because it also prohibited the young guys from playing because the natural rotation as seniors four, maybe five years seniors rotate out, your younger guys finally get to play. Well, when you have guys staying six, seven years, uh, it, a lot of these teams are about to, it, it's going to look weird because you have a lot of inexperienced senior players that it's, it's True. not going to look pretty for a lot of these teams. So that's something else to watch for. Did we, uh, did we mention Cam Ward yet? We haven't. Not we yet. have not. I think that's probably the last thing we get to. Yeah. So, Cam Ward, who we thought was going to the NFL draft, and then I think it was Clint or no Jacob that sent us that thing yesterday. So, what you got? What you got, Jacob, on old Cam Ward? Uh, yeah. What's the Miami's coach? Mario Cristobal. He pulled a Dabo. Mario don't need the ball. Very nice. That's pretty good. That's really good. Uh, but he pulled a Dabo and went into the NFL portal. I guess y'all could say. Um, there you go. Actually, that's more NFL portal than Dabo's done. That's true. So back off, son. Because none of these guys were like, I'm going to the NFL. And then they were like, never mind. I sat with Dabo. It was just like guys that could have gone and they just stayed. Right. So he, he declared, but he didn't hire an agent. So he saved his eligibility. That, that's how it worked, I believe. Um, that's so, at least uh, things that might have changed. But yeah, normally if you hired an agent, you could not uh, come back. NIL might have changed that. But as long as, I mean, yeah. They'll normally put their grade in and see, or put their name and see what grade they get. And then they can decide to come back. Yeah, so I'm assuming he didn't have like a second or third round grade. I'm sure it was probably a little bit. Real sorry, this is way off topic, but I got a notification about like uh, JJ McCarthy throwing the trophy to like tossing it to somebody, how Brady did. And then I'm watching the press conference, and there's like the new national championship trophy, right? Like the big gold one. Did you guys still know they handed out the old one from the BCS? Because it's still like the it's still the like AFCA. AP coaches poll. It's still the big black one with the crystal ball on the top. I didn't know they still handed that out. So Michigan got that too. Yeah, like, and I don't. Yeah, because because to me, if you're handing that out, that means you can still have two national championships. If, if not really, but it's not going to be recognized. But that's how it used to be, right? The AP would vote somebody in, and then the BCS. So yeah, at this press conference, I only saw a quick highlight. He gave a little toss to who, whoever was next to him, and it was literally the the. CFP playoff trophy, and then the one that we've seen for years from the BCS, and I was like, since when are we still handing that shit out? So, sorry, that was kind of wild. That is, I never knew Pop, that. Popped in my head. But, uh, yeah, so Campbell Ward going to Miami. Um, I, I didn't Miami, I thought Miami had a guy. I thought they, somebody else had recruited, or had committed there. I'd have to go back and look, Quarterback to be honest one. with you. You did time? what? Yeah. Reese Poffenbarger. Was he transferring? He's, a, he's in a transferring in. Yeah, he's transferring in. That's who Miami is we're from. Though. Um, sounds like a verb. Something I've never done though. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a three-star. Yeah. So he came from. Oh, that's right. He's the Albany quarterback that came down there. That's right. Albany going from the whitest university down there to. <laughs> and definitely a lot warmer. The nicest for sure. in South Florida. He's probably like I don't want to go to school anymore anyway. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, so I don't think he's playing. Cam Ward would be a starter. But yeah, so they got their quarterback, so that's good. Um, so now we got Cam Ward. We got DJ down there in Florida. Florida State. Um, I kind of forgot about that. that that's kind of scary. Not DJ, but I mean, Cam Ward on this Miami team, because obviously we lost to Miami this past year. I mean, Crystal Ball is recruiting crazy, crazy good. I think, Clint, I know you have the recruiting rankings memorized, so aren't they like top five or something for this next year? <laughs> No, I don't have to memorize. But he always uh, that that is what keeps Cristobal in yeah. college football is the fact that he can recruit because he can't coach. But right. He, can't he damn coach. sure can recruit, especially situationally. Hey, is <laughs> is the Florida State Clemson game next year at Clemson? Uh yes, it should be. Man, That's I might go DJ to that. Would. I want to see DJ throw slants in the ground in blue at him. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Come on, I mean, I might be cheering person, for him, dude. dude <clears throat> I might seriously go to that. Speaking of traveling for a game. It's not going to be 27 degrees. Yep. Dude, I remember uh, 
2013 when Carolina when Clemson played at Carolina, which <clears throat> we won by the way. Um, it was probably in the Last 30s. Time. I was wearing a, a ski bib, bro. That's how cold <laughs> it was for this <laughs> for us yeah. Southern people, dude. Nice. Yep. Yeah, Miami ranked fourth so right now uh, for a 2024 class recruiting. Yeah, I for thought they had a top um, five. Wait, wait. For they only trail Jordan. No, no, no. For just recruiting. High school recruiting. Um, 2024 uh, or 2025? 24. 24. Holy cow. How? Chris Walker and recruit. I told you. Uh, you've been listening. I don't know. They only trail Georgia, Alabama, it. Texas. So. They, they, they're in front of Ohio State, Oregon. Uh, obviously, a lot of teams, but yeah, they. Clemson. That's that's why it's so frustrating to watch Cristobal because you could you he pulls in the, some of the greatest talent in the country and just screws the pooch on Saturday. So reminds me of another former coach, that coach that takes Texas A&M. Mm. Very very true, my friend. Speaking of which, is, he, what, is there anything with him, or is he just like, eh, I'm going to go to Cabo for a year? Dude, I saw a video of him. I think he was on like some Barstool podcast, and they were like, they said something about like, oh, yeah, you're fine, dude. Like, you got 77 million reasons to be, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I think he's doing just fine. Oh, yeah. I, I am, I'm curious to see, especially with his extensions, um, but also DeBoer's contract, see what's guaranteed. Um, just because that's, Especially how Jimbo went down, uh, I think a lot of these schools may be a little reluctant to guarantee all the contracts. Right. So, so I, yeah. I, obviously he's not getting all seventy-seven million at once. But like, how do you ever go back to work again? Dude, I, I guess you get wrong. bored. Mm-hmm. Somebody has me seventy-seven million. <sighs> I I can find things to do for a long time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that pro like that's insane. But if you're coaching, if you coach and you get to that level. You weren't Get doing bored. it for the money anyway. Yeah, you were. You were. You just did it because right. you loved it. No, no. Yeah, no. It's like freaking I, saving. I, I Took him until he was literally like almost had a cane in his hand before he's like, yeah, I guess <laughs> I should probably spend a little time with my wife before I die. <laughs> just, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. <clears throat> but he probably get, gets bored. But I do have one more thing we kind of forgot about, and I forgot about it, but um, Florida State with the penalties or the sanctions, I guess you could call it by the. Quote NCAA, whatever oh, what, that is. What exactly were those? Yeah, yeah talk to me about that. Much attention. Yeah, so uh, they the NCAA was expected to give them NIL related violations. Um, that really just really included a three game suspension for an assistant coach that had to uh, disassociate himself from a booster collective. Um, they didn't specify at least in this. Uh, they did specify. I remember seeing a booster name. I don't remember off the top of my head. Right, right. I knew another one. They did, but I don't have the name right here in front of me, but they had to disassociate themselves from that. And I think it was their offensive coordinator, Alex Atkins. Um, and he's has been hit with a two year show calls order. I don't know exactly what that means. Maybe just it's like taxes. You have to, they're going closely watch you kind of deal or some shit. Um, and a three game suspension. So I don't know if this could be a start of more or this is all it is or what it is. I don't really know how the NCAA has power to, I don't know what exactly they did wrong. Cause there hasn't really been rules about any of this shit. So I don't know what they got wrong unless Florida state showed their ass so much about not making the playoff. The NCAA is like a Jim Harbaugh thing. All right, well we're going to get back at you for something for, for how much you say that we're corrupt for not putting you in. I don't know what it was, but yeah, that's, who knows? If yes. there was any actual regulation, then this would all be like, oh, okay. But like, dude, it's the Wild West. That's out what, there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. What what makes them like NCAA doesn't do shit? That's why I said it in quotations. I don't know who that is. I don't know where they get the power <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah. Who's gonna like? Honestly, if the offensive offensive coordinator shut up for those three games, he's suspended. What's gonna happen? Like Stallions, if he if he just kept playing, what is uh, NCAA gonna do? They might vacate wins or something. They happened in front of my eyes. I, like, if they vacate wins for Michigan this year, I saw how good they were. Like, I'm giving yeah. them the championship because all the quote cheating they did was from the previous year. They weren't cheating this year, but like, what is this NCAA going to do? Like, how does this punishment actually work? They need to give Reggie Boogers. I'm not even a Reggie Bush fan, but they need to give him his Heisman back. Did you mm-hmm. say Reggie Boogers? Hey, sorry, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude, is the <laughs> other guy you named? What did you say? Vomit Burger? What did you say earlier? <laughs> Gover. Gover. <laughs> 
No, Bro. no, he's a Poffin. No, Reese Poffin burger a... or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I tried to Poffin burger with him, but he didn't want to. So <laughs> there's the verb. Use it in a sentence, please. Yeah, please use that in a sentence. Oh, God. oh man. Uh, yeah. Any, anything else on the college football landscape, there, boys? That's about it. Well, there will be plenty no, of news I mean, coming up. That's see, that's the thing, man. It, it, Ten years ago, this would actually be the like off season, but it's just not the case anymore. With all the transfer portal like spots you got, and then soon we're gonna have freaking uh, spring ball and whatnot. I mean, it's a year long thing, so. Busy yeah, time we'll, of the year, almost. We'll, we'll be around, yeah. That's right. Yeah, no doubt. We don't really have a set schedule. It's, right now, it's going to be probably when, when news drops, which right now is probably going to be weekly, the way things are going. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll, uh, some more dominoes will fall, I'm sure, once these coaching stuff starts starts get, starts rolling. All these other jobs, Arizona, whoever else. Mm-hmm. AKA Missy. Yeah, but say if, if Harbaugh dips, that's, yeah, we'll, we'll have to hop on real quick for that one. Yeah, dude. If if they don't go OC, I don't be very intrigued where they go. That's if he leaves, man. Do y'all think he's gonna leave? I hope he doesn't leave. I I, for I like him as he's just a a character. I want him to stay for college football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't. I don't want to go to the NFL. But there's already one Harbaugh there. Let's keep one Harbaugh here, and one in the NFL, and let's see more of Jack Harbaugh. I mean that guy. I can deal with Michigan more than I can deal with Ohio State. So, yeah, if he can keep beating Ohio State, I'm down for it. Yeah, dude. I agree, man. I, I don't like Ohio State. Mm. Trash. Absolute trash. Yeah. All right, boys. Um, I'll see you uh, again when the news drops. Sounds good, dude. See you.